1: Hey, Chicago, what do you say is the CHGO Cubs Ice Cream Social presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets. Up to $2,000. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo, Ice Cream Social 1.0. Cubs lose the Dodgers 5-3, but we almost made the midnight mark. Almost made it, but we are into Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. Uh, Cubs lose the first of this series. They made it interesting at the end. Knocking Kimbrel out of the game was fun. It's been zone. I don't go. know what Velasquez was looking at, Cody. I know you're like, what was he looking at at that last pitch? It
0: was right there. It was perfect. It was a fastball yeah, too, know. right? Like it wasn't even yeah. a breaking yeah. pitch.
2: Look at like a four-seamer to me. Uh I don't know. I was... I mean, yeah, yeah That's not fit. why they lost no, the game, no, no, but not like, yeah, four-seamer, four-seamer around the corner. Um, Could have yeah.
0: covered. I'm, just, I'm more mad could've about covered. my bet losing. You just needed one more wild pitch. Needed one yeah, more wild pitch on that one. The parlay almost hit, man. There you go. But, whatever. <sighs> hey, elite, they they did make it interesting, and hey, we asked for competitive this year. That was a competitive game, so whatever.
1: It was actually kind of a boring game. It up was pretty until the boring.
0: End. I ate a lot of ice cream.
1: I Yeah, we each had uh, two full bowls of ice cream for the ice cream social. Uh, I give Mark Leiter credit. I mean, he wasn't very good. You know, five innings, four in runs, three home runs.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: at least he kept I mean, after the first guy homers to start the game, at least he kept it to that and kept them in it to the point where there was a chance at the end for the Cubs to be, you know, at least in this game, you know it could, it could have really spiraled out of control. Yeah. Well, Give him a few innings.
2: Yeah, because what the you know it was the second pitch of the game I think was first or second pitch was yeah. when uh, Bets hit that home run off off Lighter and we're kind of like oh here we go, and they got the two more in the second, um, off Gavin Lux homer, and Mark Lighter. I mean I, yeah. I that he settled in, but he got through five. You know, gave some innings for a rotation that's. Down to like him and Adrian, guys that weren't even on the radar coming in. And against the the Dodgers, against the Dodgers, um, I mean, it's kind of what it is. I mean, you, the point of it is like being competitive, and I guess you could say that. Like it's not like I never felt like I never felt like the Cubs were really in it, but I also didn't feel like the Dodgers were just like overpowering them the whole time. It was was some home runs that really just put the game away. But um, yeah, no, it was a fairly. Fairly boring game up there until the ninth inning.
1: What do you guys think about what David's saying in the chat? Uh, thanks to anyone who's sticking around for the chat late at night. Uh, David says, interesting decision by Ross to go with Velasquez instead of Higgins, who just had the game-winning hit the day before.
0: I, I I disagree. I like Nelson Velasquez getting there. I mean, he's he's got insane power. We've seen it throughout the minor leagues. I know he's young, but I'm I, I understand Higgins got the hit yesterday, but I mean – I don't know. It is what it is. I don't know. if he, It's hindsight 2020 20 in that situation. Me personally, I'm I'm glad that Velasquez got, got the at-bat.
1: Got the opportunity. Yeah, or the opportunity, yeah. yeah. I mean, when we didn't know who was coming in, we were thinking it might be Higgins, but... Yeah.
0: And he's played well since he's been yeah. with the Cubs. Like, it's, you know, he's... It's not like he was in the beginning of some sort of bad stretch or anything like that, so... Is what it is. I don't. You, if you want to call it questionable, fine. But it was a righty a versus a lefty. Yeah. If Kimbrell would have stayed in, they probably would have still let Rivas bet. Bat. So. I don't know. That. Again, I I get it. Just because what Higgins in mm-hmm. in terms of recent, recent games, but. That's that uh, doesn't bother me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's not like, you know, Nelson Velasquez is like a poor hitter and going through a. St- I like guess his, his WRC plus is still 110 after even after that at bat. I mean, um, you know, maybe maybe like we were talking about, like we thought it was gonna be Higgins just based on the fact that he had the game winning hit. You know, his WRC plus is at 149 right now on his season through 76 plate appearances. Like maybe that was the option. Uh, I you know trying to think about what, why Ross went Velasquez. I mean, like I don't think like you said, Cody. It's it's not like you're sitting there, and you can criticize the decision in hindsight. It's like, oh, you should have gone Higgins, but I don't think Nelson Velasquez was a bad option there either. You know, so, yeah.
0: At, at the end of the day, like Luke said, that at bat, it's not the it's that that's not the reason they lost. No, not at I think all. the reason they lost is nothing against Mark Leiter. He he actually put together a solid you know a solid start. Gave you five innings. Gave up the four runs though, and like it wasn't. Like home it wasn't, runs beat them. Yeah, the home runs beat him. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't. wasn't bad. Like we've seen worse starts for sure. And the Dodgers had their number one guy go today. Yeah, I mean, the best,
2: the, one of the best pitchers in the majors. Yeah, and right this now. is the
0: Dodgers we're talking about. Yeah. Like everyone was laughing at me on pregame for having any kind of optimism, <laughs> and you know whatever. <laughs> we we got what we all expected. The in the to me. You know, again, like I said, we asked for competitive, and they gave us a competitive baseball game. Yeah. I, that, that was the best game they played against the Dodgers. Uh, out of the games they played at Wrigley this year, Like they were much, much, much harder to watch then. So, I mean,
1: choosing know, Velasquez to bat there didn't bother me. What bothered me was the goofball behind home plate doing the Kimbrel double-armed <laughs> monster oh, thing every yes, pitch. 31 pitches we saw this guy. Behind home plate, doing the double Kimbrel arm thing. Well,
2: that's what I was, That's what I said. Like, like just the face and the the look. I'm like, that's what I see in my nightmares when, <laughs> when I wake when I wake up in a cold sweat and I'm screaming. My parents. It's are running that like, guy. What are you, like, what's wrong? It's because that's what it's I just that saw. Guy. That, that just yeah. yeah
1: scared me to death. Let's get to who you got. Let's get it out of the way. What do you think? Because I yeah. still say it's a competitive. Um, I made it competitive there at the end. So did I. Now, um, clearly, Morell had the early lead with the two run homer. Yeah. My guy had the final RBI of the game and was on base still at the end.
2: Well, Hap, you know, Hap
1: scored, or Hap had the only
2: multi hit multi-hit performance of the game for the Cubs. Uh, scored that run that you're talking about. You're talking about Suzuki scoring the RBI. Well, you know, if Hap's not running full speed from first, probably doesn't get in, right? Yeah. Well, um, none of those
0: things matter if Morell doesn't hit the homer.
2: Yeah, but Hap with Cody. also had the sliding. You guys are forgetting about the defense. Hap had that sliding catch in the left field. I did
1: really pay for good. The ice cream.
2: Sports center top ten. for the ice cream. Luke's going to
3: throw that in my face. He did pay for the ice <laughs> did cream. Did the ice he cream. did
1: pay for the
0: ice cream. pay for the ice cream. Point. <laughs> Point. <laughs> <laughs> someone, uh, someone. We'll, give it, we'll give it to I Cody. I want to know what the chat
1: yeah, is. Cody so. gets it. Like it's morale. It's the two-run uh, homer. Uh, okay. I'll,
2: I'll allow Cody to take to claim this one. All right. Jack R well, is strongly we were, in your corner. We were fair here. What do we have? Thirteen ninety nine right now. Like Thirteen
3: ninety nine. nine yeah, I definitely lead. wouldn't say he won easily, but he definitely he won. Didn't win he won, he yeah, won. Half, Katie,
1: half, where were you for the, the uh, uh, ice cream social in the pregame show?
0: Yeah, yeah, Katie, you missed
2: it. Katie, yes, yeah, yeah, She, she said that sliding catch was. Pre- I feel like me and Katie are always on the the same page. Yeah, because she's
0: always like justice for Ryan. Exactly. Right. Justice. We, and, I'm still
2: protesting the crook. The crook uh, who you got lost, like I'm, like it's, it's at the, it's at the Supreme it Court right 12, now. It is at the Supreme and Court right now. They're, they're, reviewing
1: this. it because I'm taking it all the way up. Let's not talk about the Supreme Court on this podcast.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying
1: it's. Let's a, just that's, let That's, that that that's go. where it's gotten. Katie, so.
3: Katie was seeing Thor. That's why uh, she wasn't uh, in the
2: earlier. So she just got, she just got. Oh, I thought she was
1: him. talking about Thor, uh, the the
2: guy that came in
1: and. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Did you have ice cream at Thor? I never had know, ice cream we'll in a movie, see. and that seems like that should be something that they should have more of yeah, there. Yeah, why not? I over raisinettes. Yeah,
2: I forgot Thor came out today. I'm kind of we should have gone see that instead. But we <laughs> got a job to do.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> You're uh, welcome.
2: You're all welcome.
0: Hey, Just kidding.
1: I mean, seriously <laughs> though, the Morel home run was a rocket.
0: Oh yeah, he he it pulled up the driver. They, man, doesn't matter where they put him. Doesn't.
1: What was Yo, the stat, the the, the, the
0: the numbers are significantly better with him in the seven, eight, or nine hole compared to the leadoff? Oh, yeah, let me see if I can find that. I don't know. I don't remember, but like Marquis put it up there. Um
2: yeah, going into today, him batting first, he was uh hitting two forty. Two forty with a seven twenty six OPS and hundred and sixty six plate appearances leadoff. Um I'd have to do the math to add but like seventh, eighth, and ninth. He was hitting over 300, over 1100 OPS in all three of those spots. A lot smaller sample size, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we talked about when Ross moved him down from the mm-hmm. leadoff spot. It was like what 20 something straight games that Morale was uh, 26, 26 was it? Like straight games that he played mm-hmm. that he let off because he was doing really well right there. Ross loved him out of that spot. Then he hit his, you know, his, he was slumping. Ross moved him down as you know to. Some of the talk was about you know helping him find his timing, get his timing back, and since then he's kind of picked things back up. You know he he hasn't, he's had a couple a couple duds of games where you know maybe a hit or maybe a you know an o for in there, but overall like he's picked things up since he's been you know kind of moved lower in the order. Today he was I think hitting eighth, right? He was hitting eighth today. Obviously he had that home run, so that's kind of what we talked about earlier. Like is he maybe just a lower the lower lower of the order hitter? Uh, you know, managers talk about having that, like, second leadoff guy now once the, mm-hmm. the, the the order rolls over once, and you got this guy in the eighth or ninth spot who can kind of set the table for yeah. the second time through the order. Um, maybe that's him. Maybe that's you know, a spot that he could thrive in. He's clearly doing it in a small sample. So, again, this is one I of those he, you see where he going On a goes. good
0: team right now, on a good team, I think he'd be a very solid, you know, six or seven hitter uh, who, you know, like, Again, if you had the right pieces around on your team, like he brings so much versatility and uh, I don't to me, I you just get a lot of Chris Taylor vibes. We're talking playing the Dodgers, like I'm not saying he's Chris Taylor, but he's versatile defensively and Chris Taylor I feel like when I've watched the Dodgers play, I've seen Chris Taylor, you know, battens, like at the top of the lineup sometimes, I've seen him towards the bottom of the lineup sometimes too. So it's like I to me six seven either nine or lead off like on a good on a good team, like the way that he's playing this year, like well,
1: that, you'd take chris Taylor <laughs> I would take chris <laughs> that'd be Taylor. A, that'd be a great high ceiling for him i yeah I just think it's it's way too soon to decide what he's gonna be, like deciding where he's gonna hit in the lineup um you know, we had the the sox guys were asking on the way out, so it was like is he for real like is he a A real part of the future, or Blackhawks guys—is he a real piece of the future? Like, what is he? And I, I think everything's hard to answer. It's it's a half a not even a half a season. Certainly, it's a positive outlook on a guy who's only 22 years old. Was not one of your top 10 prospects, right? And but the 22 year old thing—you look at it and say, all right, if if we're going to say he well, right now he's either a leadoff guy or or the second leadoff guy at the bottom. Too early because he's still developing as a player. We don't know what he's going to be like next year. I don't want to cap him and say he's a bottom-of-the-order guy. I don't know. He, he might have crazy power in three. I just don't know. Like, I'm not a scout, but mm-hmm. I think at 22, a guy who probably wasn't even expected to be at the major league level but all of a sudden is here and playing well, I wouldn't cap anything on him, like any expectation – I wouldn't say this is where he needs to bat. It's just – it's fun for us to do, but I don't think we realistically have any idea where he's no, going to be Oh, for sure it.
0: not, but, like, a lot of teams around the league are probably wondering, like, how did no one know about this Who guy? Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> playing well enough to me where I, I, can, I can confidently sit here and say this guy is a reason why the Cubs should not be putting themselves through a three- to four-year rebuild like a lot of us in the chat and everyone on Cubs Twitter – have been arguing about what the Cubs are doing because we don't know because they have no transparency, and I'm not going down the rabbit hole because it's late and whatever, but, like, he's played <laughs> that well where you can confidently sit here and say that he is, he, is, he is a part of the future and not saying he's a core player, but he is a, he is a guy. He is someone that you can go into 2023 and be excited about. Who was there that we were going to be excited about in 2022, going in, going to spring training? Who was the guy? We were like, oh, well, Wilson still Davis here. Brendan Davis was the guy, to be Davis, honest with you. Yeah, Brendan Davis. Yeah, and Brendan Davis. But Nico yeah. was
1: more of like a question mark. Like, the excitement was, when's Brendan Davis being called That's up? That's true. <laughs> and it really That's was true. probably
0: the biggest. And Christopher Morrell yeah. kind of just like, he didn't take a spot, but, like, he he entered. Like, who know If, if Brendan Davis played this year, I mean – I don't know if we would have even got a chance to see Morrell. Probably not. You know? I, well, that's. I mean, that's a, a, lot of, a lot of things would have had to happen. I, I don't but. know
2: if that's even true because the. I think the reason Morrell came up, was because at that point they were just like losing everyone. Like the that's whole, true. infielders, outfielders, everyone was going down. Like they're they're dropping like flies, and they just needed someone who could play multiple. That's why you saw that first week he played like four or five different positions, because they needed someone that could just right. play good defense all over the field. Now he kind of found a home in center field there for a while, has played second base a couple more times. I think he played third base the other day too. Um, so he's still – but I, I think, honestly, the shot he got was because they needed someone that could just play a lot of positions. Like, if that, more health on the Cubs and Morrell probably isn't up. Like, which is kind of weird to say because, again, he was in double A when they pulled him up. He was just like tw- you know, number 21 prospect. It's not like he was this guy that was just yeah. – Bursting out of the seams, and then we're like, okay, we, you know, we can't, we can't wait to bring him up anymore. Like, he's just a guy that played really good defense all over the field at a time when they needed it.
1: It'd be nice if he is the guy that the Cubs find that everybody wasn't expecting to be really no, like the type of guy that you see the Cardinals and all these different teams find where you're like, who is this guy? Where did they get him from? Like, where did he come from? Not top prospects that turn out to be really, really good players. That's how you build a really good team yes some of your top prospects have to hit but you also have to have a guy that comes out of nowhere frankly Wilson Contreras is one of those guys Wilson was not a top prospect but all of a sudden it was just like boom he burst onto the scene and turned out to be a really great catcher so Mm -hmm. maybe he's the next round of guys that comes around and uh and does that for the Cubs Jack R I think it was said a, a good comment uh
0: Dodgers fans yelling and booing about pitches. Seven no, somebody was zone. saying
1: that not not the biggest fan of. Oh, Patrick Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom, but it was a great bet, and it was a really good bet. Oh, nine pitches, we said right? Yeah, nine, nine, or nine or pitches.
0: Craig Kimbrell, oh. man. Uh, the Dodgers they need a late inning reliever. It looks like. David especially Robertson. If, Hello. Yeah, especially if Gratterall <laughs> or whatever, however you say his name, is going to be out. He came out of the game because of an injury. I'm just saying, David Robertson for Mookie Betts sounds great to me, guys. I would be willing to trade <laughs> F. Ross for Mookie Betts.
1: So, there you uh, go. The, I'll uh, go no further. We well, were, we were, we were vibing, baby. <laughs> Going back to that Patrick Wisdom uh,
2: comment, though, like even that bet we said it was nine pitches, and you look at like just the pitch tracker. So Kimbrel threw him eight four seamers, most of them up in the zone. Yeah, two of them Wisdom took for balls. Last year he would have not not taken them for balls. He would probably have swung at them, and then another four. Was I think he fouled all of those off, something like that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't swing and miss at any of Kimbrel's pitches today. So it was six or seven pitches, like up in the zone, but close enough to the strike zone that Patrick Wisdom in twenty twenty one probably would have swung right through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the bat with the huge knob again that we like talk about, Big or knob. We really could talk about knobs. I remember him saying early, early in the season, or maybe even spring training, or something that he, you know, was really focused on, you know, just laying off high pitches like that and that seemed like so like oh, you know like simple right like anyone can do that or can say that right but if that's an approach that he really taken on and then you know if this bat has helped him too like you're seeing a guy that again you know Craig Kimbrell six four seamers up in the zone didn't swing a miss at any of them last year that's we would have expected him to probably go strike one strike two strike three swinging right through him so that's that's a good development for Patrick Wisdom. And, you know, we talked about how his strikeout rate's down to, like, below 35%. I mean, if he can keep it there or even keep it going lower, I'm like – I'm not saying, again, he's not the – he's 30, going to be 31, but he's a productive player for a team that wants to try to compete in the next couple of years, I think, if he can kind of stay at this level. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, see, I, I love to tweet the Patrick Wisdom trade value tweets – I also like don't because like, I've I've like from the moment that he came up and lit the world on fire last year, I and looking at what where he was before the Cubs, I mean the specifically Cardinals, the Cardinals, the Cardinals let this guy go for a guy who's not even in the league anymore, and then the Rangers and the Mariners didn't even really give him a real chance. And this is a first round talent, yeah, that we're talking about. This isn't I mean nothing against Frank Schwindel, nothing against a few of these other guys. But Patrick Wisdom, a first round talent. You know, we talk about Clint Frazier and how he is a first round pick, and you know, all the narratives around him and why we were so upset about him not getting an opportunity when they DFA'd him. Like, Patrick Wisdom, he has got better since that since he came up with the Cubs. And getting full time opportunities, it's like, man, like, just kind of wish he was maybe 28 or 29 instead and then I'd be yeah. like this guy can this guy can be on your team
1: I the he better still can be on your he team He still can't yeah. like
0: the, the on the flip side of not trading him it's like you're not paying him anything and if if things don't work out in the in the like next year or the year after like if he has a real down year next year like at the end of the day like who cares because it's not like you're paying him anything huh. you're just missing out on a, a prospect but like in the present, it's kind of like, well, you go in, you're going to have, you'll, if you keep him, you'll have power the rest of the year, and you at least go into next year knowing you have good defense and a power hitter who can play third, first, corner outfield from time to time. It's, I, I, it's tough.
1: He also allows you to spend your free agency money somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. like You don't have to have a third baseman because he is cheap and he does two things well. He plays Third base really well, and he hits home runs. So those are two great values, uh, especially for the Cubs. And so he allows you to, if you're going to, I know you could say the same thing about having Nico at short because he's shown he's a really good shortstop. But if you're going for Correa or one of those other guys, you figure out later where you're playing them. But it allows you to spend your money at another position other than third base. And in reality, you can be in the same situation with Wisdom again next year. If he if he hits 35 home runs this year, his value is only going to be the same or more next season. If he does it again, you're going to be in the same situation. You can say to another team, hey, we're still too far out, but this guy is great for you. He's under control. He's cheap. Here he is. Or yeah. you can roll it back with him again and continue to get the cheap guy at third base. So, I mean – Wisdom's a pretty good situation for the Cubs. They don't have to trade him. Right. Other guys, they have to trade. And Wisdom, do, they don't.
0: And I do think he is a credit to Cubs scouting. I mean, if there's anything, you know, I know times are tough. They're not winning games. They're, you know, en route to win, like, 65 games or whatever. Um, <laughs> but, like, him and Rafael Ortega, man, like, out of nowhere, like – if you had a good team with those guys on it, then you're like, man, look at the scouting that the Cubs have, and they'll get, they'll be getting all this credit. But given the situation, that didn't work out. So it is what it is. But I, I didn't think that Patrick Wisdom and, and Rafael Ortega were going to be this good. I was hoping that Patrick Wisdom would just become a, a solid major leaguer. But, I mean, me and Ryan are talking earlier about how he should be in the home run derby. I'm like – MLB he wants should. to put stars oh, a, in the in the fun guy. They, they want yeah. to put stars in the in the home run derby, man. Like, like I, I don't know. It's just again. I'm I, and I'm not even saying Patrick Wisdom's playing like a star, but he's putting up very. I mean, he has an OPS near 800, 17 bombs. He walks. He has a very solid. He plays very solid defense at third and can play first, like I said, in corner outfield if you absolutely need him to. He's in. He just he's 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 a fun player. He's someone that's easy to cheer for. So it's just it's it's very tough for me to I don't know be like excited about the Cubs trading him because this situation is much different from like Happ or Contreras.
1: It's yeah, it's it's not a must trade. It's uh, if the deal is right, go ahead and make it. If it's not, run it back with him again yeah. next year and see what happens. Well, we said
2: he's only what arbitration eligible in twenty twenty four. He's not a free agent until twenty twenty seven. Like.
3: Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I don't think I don't think they're gonna move him. I really I don't. I think they're gonna hang on to him.
2: Yeah, and and like he's not gonna be a star on like a, a contender, right? Like if I think best case scenario, like if you're a World Series competitor and he's starting for you at third base, like you could do definitely do worse. But I also don't think he's more than like a like probably like a six or seven hitter. Again, he's not like the guy you're relying on to carry your offense. Like he's gonna play great defense for you probably going to hit a lot of homers. Going to strike out a lot too because that's just how you know his game. Yeah. Um but you again he's not going to be the guy you're like counting on to lead your offense offense to the World Series. Like he's going to be a good solid hitter. I think I think he could be a a a decent role player on a really really good team. Mm-hmm. As long as he keeps this up. Again, it's been like a little over a year since the Cubs really gave him that shot and he's done well. You saw you've seen improvements from from the things that he, you know his issues from last year you've seen improvements but you need to see that more because if the cubs want to compete in 2024 and he's still you know in chicago you can't you need to like make sure that he could be your third baseman or first baseman we talked about maybe he can move over to first of you know of, of a team that's ready to compete like he has to prove that still. He's doing well right now, but that's, like, again, I think that's what we're saying a lot about a lot of these guys. Ian Happ really has to prove it. Nico Horner still has to prove it. Like, yeah. a lot of these guys have to prove it, but the signs that, specifically wisdom, the signs that he's showing are, like, he can be a guy that's, you know, he can be a good player on a on a, comp- on a competitor. He's not going to be an all-star. He's not going to be a, a franchise player, but he, he can be a, a good guy that like a
1: solid a guy a good solid that, role. A fan
0: fa- that becomes a fan favorite. I'm, I'm telling
1: you, it's, yeah. a, it's a guy that plugs a spot, does some things pretty well, and because of the contract situation, allows you flexibility to spend your cash to other places. He, d- he doesn't hurt you at third. No. The strikeouts you don't like, but there's always going to be guys in your lineup that strike out. And as long as he's hitting the home runs, you can accept some of the strikeouts. And like you said, the bat tonight, which started the conversation, does uh, give you hope that, you know, he still can make progress as a player, too, mm-hmm. which he has, you know. So let's wait and see. Cody, uh, tell us about the bets.
0: I uh, just came so close on the parlay, guys. <laughs> so close. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, whatever. I, I can't wait to open up my, my favorite app points bet tomorrow and, and get back on the horse, all right? Uh, like I say at every show, it is my favorite, my favorite app. Uh, And one reason, outside of the fact that I love gambling on sports, is because it's the best way to support CHGO. And when you download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO, if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from CHGO Locker. Like what Ryan and Luke are wearing, you get to read the content that Ryan is writing, that he's you know, gathering from uh, Wrigley Field uh, when the Cubs are at home, uh, or just in, in general, because he's just that guy for us. Um, so that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? I did not bet the Cubs live tonight either, and I hope you didn't either. But if you did, don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live tomorrow, perhaps. Uh, More live betting, more live markets, and the faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gaming problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services.
1: Jack R., I am not even going there. Question for Steve, Cody, and Ryan. A hypothetical Cubs made no trades at the deadline. Okay, that's not even hypothetical. (laughs) Uh, Hey, you're all wondering, you know, it's like 1240 in the morning. You're thinking, how's the old man up at this point? That's what I'm wondering. How how is he even functioning right now? didn't even take a nap
0: tonight.
1: Uh, How? I'll tell you how. Because I had two bowls of ice cream, sugar gets you rolling, and then I take AG1, athletic greens. I started taking it because I didn't have time. I wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, and something to offset the two bowls of ice cream. Now I've been on it for several months. It's not super healthy tasting. It's just mild and tropical. I look forward to taking it in the morning. Whammo does that stuff get you going. (laughs) One scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. I get such a boost of energy that I take it first thing in the morning, giddy-up-and-go, lifestyle-friendly, keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, all of those things. You're all good with AG1. You're investing in -in all-in-one nutritional insurance. For less than 3 bucks a day, it's recommended by professional athletes. has more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for that summer vacation with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash to Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. What do we got going in the chat? Uh, Joel,
0: Joel talking about his Joel knees. Joel is just he—he he might he, by the end of the year he might be my favorite commenter in the chat outside of Ravi. I like love he, this chat, man. Like Ravi, he—I'm—I'm I'm disappointed he's not here. He probably got too blazed and fell asleep during yeah, the day. He's out, uh, but, <laughs> he's out. But Joel just really loves to make me laugh.
1: He's been staring at a lava lamp for two hours. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I love everyone in this chat.
0: I love everyone in the chat too. Even Anybody all the Anybody that's here people. at 12:40, props to you. Yeah. Man, hey, you. I said I said in the chat earlier, you know, you should like the video uh or yeah, hit that like button just because you stayed up after midnight to watch this Cubs team. That's dedication, man. We all deserve a pat on the back for for staying up for this one, for Go, for this team. Yeah,
2: going back to Patrick Wisdom real quick. Um Throw some Statcast stats at you. Oh, analytics. Would he, would he be good in the home run derby? You asked? That's the question. So average exit velocity coming into today, top six percent of the league. Average uh, or hard hit percentage, top six percent of the league. Average launch angle, fifteenth in the league. All those numbers combined, that's going to get you a lot of home runs. There's a reason that he's what like set, he has 17 home runs already on the year, man. Yeah. This guy could be in the home
1: run derby. I mean, I don't know who he would say, yeah, but who's going to agree to do it? Like Schwarber should be in it, but he doesn't probably want to do it again. He said he'd never do it again. Yeah, because he thought it threw him into a slump that one year.
2: He also got cheated. Know, it. And he like, got cheated, a, and he got cheated personally. Like, out,
0: like, if we're not talking about Cubs, like, I'd love to see like Jazz Chisholm do it. Yeah, like he's he's become like one of those like fun players, and he he'd, Aaron Judge needs to be. He should be forced to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Jazz Chisholm, he doesn't look like someone who hits a ton of home runs, but he would, he would get people to watch. I, I think that's for sure. Um, Rowdy Tellez Show, from the Brewers. Rowdy would, would put R- up some Roddy, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Tellez would be good, yeah. But I Dan Vogelbach.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was looking at I think I feel like Jordan Alvarez would probably get the oh, call. Yeah. He'd be yeah. a beast. I don't, know, I don't know his home runs off the top of my head. Who's that
3: rookie with the Phillies? Um, uh, Balm? Alec no. Baum? Alec Baum's not a rookie now. No. Oh, he's not. There's, <laughs> a, there's a rookie with the Phillies that was in that top ten Bleacher Report article the other day with like hard hit percentage and like top power hitters in the game. I can't remember his name. I'll look it up. But I, um,
1: Schwarber, he's not a rookie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but
1: I can't don't call him can't a rookie. Get a name
2: off the top of my head. Um the i But I'm looking at it. He's like I feel like Shohei probably maybe he'll do it again because it's in L.A. or you know L.A. and Anaheim are different but close enough. Yeah. But maybe he might not like you said Schwarber. Has Would, Trout ever done it? Maybe uh, I don't know. I'm it's not say ringing no. a bell. But I mean, like Judge probably won't do it again. Mm-hmm. I think Stanton's done it in the past. I don't think he'd do it again. I mean, I feel like Kyle Tucker. I mean, Pete Alonzo probably will be in it just to defend his championship.
0: Say, hasn't he won it like the last two years? <laughs> yeah, feel like that. <laughs> I
1: I don't know if that's true, but it feels like. And I know he won it last year.
3: Ronald Acuna'd be another good one too. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, no,
3: Laddie Junior.
2: Did, did we figure out the name?
3: No, I can't find it. I'm. Trying to find it right now.
1: He says the rookie on the Phillies? So, yes. Uh so while we're looking for that, some injury updates. Uh Megan Montemuro the Tribune. Uh, Adbert Alzali. Tommy Hotovy said he's working up to long toss, ten to fifteen pitches with well, pitch and catch on the field. He's early in his rehab process, still hopes to pitch this year. Uh, the quote was starting to trend in the right direction. They don't want to rush him. Um know before the season started we we said after it's certainly after the all-star break minimum yeah and you know this is showing that it's exactly that but you would love to at least get september out of them
2: yeah Yeah. well it's kind of a couple weeks in in august maybe it's kind of what we said when the pregame show and i'm sure we'll we'll kind of restate what happened with brennan davis the news on him but it's kind of what we said is like if they missed the whole season that's bad like if you could get him for a month Albert Ozla specifically for a month at the end of the year you know just let him get in and I think this isn't the same story from uh, Megan Montemoreau from Tommy Hattavi. Uh you know a quote from him but it's like if you can't get him in this year then you start worrying next year about pitch low or a uh, workload, right. low pitch count innings limit all that kind of stuff if you can get a good month out of him get him you're not going to get a ton out of him in a month but at least kind of get him going back in baseball again and you can kind of come back in the next season and know like hey like this you know this is what we had him doing last year maybe we could pick it up a little bit more to start the season versus if he just misses the entire year. like that's yeah that's like that's worst case i think that is worst case scenario of what we even like imagine heading into the season we you said it earlier but we were kind of talking about like oh maybe july you know yeah. for aws when we first i was met.
0: thinking like maybe june even just because like we didn't really know you know what uh, i mean so yeah yeah like, it's been if there's i would say and, it's, and it, it's not his fault because of his injury, but that's probably my biggest disappointment of the year, honestly, for me, as far as, like, control Even the over the Brendan Davis. Yeah, because it, going into this year, before we knew about the injury and everything, Aberazole was, set it up, was setting himself up to be, in my opinion, at least a, in the middle of that rotation. Yeah. Well, you that, would have thought if you were
1: saying steal – Keegan Thompson, Albert Alzola, you would have put him at the top of the list.
0: Oh, for sure. And like going into the year, we didn't know that. Like, I, I felt like Keegan Thompson was a reliever, and that was all he was ever going to be. And and Steele, I thought he was the one who had a higher upside as a starter, but he still had a lot to prove. So I didn't really, I didn't really know how to feel about those two guys. It was part of the whole. We're exploring. You right. know, they were part of that that section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alzolay was one guy that I felt like going into the year like, well, if he can take that next step because we saw him have really good starts last year, also really bad ones. And he and if you could if he could figure out how to pitch the lefties because that's where he gave all of the homers up to was lefties last year. Then you you would feel good about him going into you know when they are competitive again, but. But you With, could still get that at the end of the
1: season. And if he, yeah, he sure. pitches well at the end of the season and Thompson and Steele show that as well, then you have some sort of young core where you can say, all right, yeah. let's build on this next season. You feel pretty good about bringing those guys back. It just
0: depends on how many. Like yeah. If he is able to come back, like it depends on how many starts. I, yeah. if, like, if they are starts. Just, if maybe it, they're
1: in the bullpen. We don't even maybe. know the way yeah. to bring yeah. him back. And,
0: and, and, right. and
2: you saw that at the end of last season when he started getting closer to his innings limit. You know, I think he came back, came off the IL like maybe in August mm-hmm. or something, and they kind of moved him to the bullpen. Had him do multi innings. He had that one with uh, Justin Steele, or yeah. Steele pitched the first five. I was like, came out and pitched a four a four inning save. Like that's true. And we talk about it with Keegan and Steele, but at the same time, it's with I was like too. Like if if his like role ends up being as a as a good, a really good multi inning weapon out of the bullpen, like that's that's not a bad like worst case scenario. That's not a bad floor for him right obviously he had the stuff and and you know he had, well he has like just he just has a great energy about him one but he had the stuff or he looks like he has a stuff to be a good starting you know starting caliber pitcher again like you mentioned the 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 he has to figure out how to pitch the lefties because the splits are bad yeah splits are bad so if he, if he ends up being a guy you bring in for two innings you know you, you get a spot in the lineup or like hey we got like Six out of seven batters coming up are all against righties. If that's his role and that's a guy you bring in like that, that's not a bad thing either. But I, you definitely want him to pitch this season so you can kind of tell where he's at because he he hasn't pitched. If, if it, it's if it gets to be September, that's like eleven months without pitching in a competitive baseball game. Well,
1: the Braylon Marquez situation's worse than that. Yeah, it's even, it's well, you worse. don't even have an update on yeah. him. So yeah,
0: yeah we'll, we'll
2: go with lines. You just want him to. To I just bat your I say Owsley
0: is the most disappointment of the season for me because going into the year I was I looked at the rotation you saw you you, you had Stroman you're hoping Hendricks was going to bounce back from 2021 Owsley had shown progression and 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 optimism and then Wade Miley was a guy who ate a ton of innings for the Reds and you know then after that it was like, you know, some steel or you know someone like that and you right. and I was thinking okay this this rotation's not awful. It's not bad and then just like the injuries all piled up. He gets hurt and it, for me him being a disappointment is just it's again it has nothing to do with him. It just it's a disappointment because it's just a step back and like this yeah. guy's like this guy was, like, the Cubs' top prospect for a while. Oh, like, my God. In, like, 2018, before 2019. Marquez, before Marquez, yeah, yeah. like, 2019, he was the guy. Yeah. and so, like, he was the pitching and, prospect excited about. Right, and, like, again, the fact that he was a pitching prospect, you were, like, you you clung on to that. And so, again, we've seen really great outings from him. We've seen him be really good in the pen. And it's just, like, I'm more disappointed about him being injured than anything because at least this year they could have really figured out – at the end of the day, is he a starter? Is he better in the bullpen? I think, he, I, th- I think he still could be a starter, but, again, we just need to see him come back and perform. But it's just it's been a tough road in, ter- in terms of, like, his development.
1: And the update from Tommy Burch on uh, Brennan Davis is that he hopes to play at some point this season. We talked about that pregame, same situation as Al's You would love to see him get some at-bats and play somewhere, even if it is just the Arizona Fall League. That would be better than not playing at all the rest of this season. So, very similar situation uh, for a guy who is now the top prospect for the Cubs organization. Speaking of prospects, Owen Casey walk off Grand Slam. Ooh.
0: You Darvish trade, baby. Got
1: some guys. There are some guys down there that raise some eyebrows. You go,
0: huh. Only 19. He's in South Bend. He's he's been in South Bend all all season. He was in Myrtle Beach last year. He's hitting
1: like 300,
0: too, isn't he? Yeah, so... I don't know if they'll promote him to double-A before the end of the year, but I would imagine he'd be in double-A next year. And uh, Once you get to double-A. Yeah, you never know. I mean, Morrell was in double-A, right? I'm just saying maybe maybe next year, maybe 2024, I don't know. But, again, only 19. So,
2: yeah. Also got to say uh, what's up to Rowan Campbell. Said greetings from South Africa.
0: Wow. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty yes. cool. I don't know if he- yeah, very cool. He likes my tweets all the time. Well we Shout appreciate you, you watching. He says he yeah, watches our posts on YouTube. It's great. Thanks we for hanging out. That.
1: Yeah, it's wrong. Especially
0: this I mean South Africa. Wow. Yeah.
3: I got the name of the guy I was thinking of. I was thinking of Derek Hall of the Phillies. He's only had about thirty something at bats, but yeah, he's hitting he... a bunch of home runs. And also, the guy in the top ten list is a guy from the Orioles, Adley Rushman, was the oh, other. Yeah, person yeah, the
2: catcher. I wonder yeah. if they'll like go with like a bunch of rookies though.
3: Like, like I didn't it's usually how these things. go. It's he... like the dunk contest in the NBA. You bring up the new exciting yeah. guys well, who are willing to do it.
2: Didn't the dude from the Phillies like just get called up at like the end of jo- of June though? Like, it's been pretty.
3: It's recent. been like a week. It's been pretty two week.
2: M- not even eight. two weeks. I think a little bit longer than that, but it's it's recent
1: okay. for sure. I mean, I'd rather see wisdom. I th- I mean,
2: it,
3: here's the thing. What, what does wisdom have to lose? No, good that's
2: exposure,
3: what I'm saying. If, good exposure for him. Yeah. So well, he we
0: said he said money? that
2: he said that if they called, he would do it. Like he absolutely to do it. It's just like why wouldn't they call him? You know, like it's a guy you, that like people around the league like. Not he's not a household name, but there's like people around the league that have like heard of Patrick Wisdom, especially with how hot he was last year when he first came up. Like people have heard the name, yeah. and you know he's had a couple stretches you, this year. You think MLB
0: would? Not that they're going to – this the Cubs don't deserve a ton of all-stars or anything like that, no. but, like, you'd think <laughs> the MLB would want to get as many Cubs-related players into different competitions just because they know the fan base is huge and they want people to watch. Build the – or uh, build the – what's what's the – grow the game. Thank you. Grow the game. Grow the <laughs> game. Hey, if you build Patrick it, they Woods, will come. I Patrick, Patrick plays, Woods
2: going be fun. He plays for the Cubs. Like, it's a huge market team, like, to yeah. have a guy – Playing for the Cubs. He's going to be in love. the
1: corn game. Yeah. <laughs> we
2: go. He's going to be on the big poster. I remember we, when we first saw that poster and was like, you saw that it was like Patrick Wisdom was on the, the poster for the next year's Field of Dreams game. We're like, man, that's really how like, that's, far the ship has sunk. Yeah. Like, there's no, no Brian, no Rizzo, no Bias. There's like Patrick Wisdom who had been up with the Cubs for like, at that point, like two and a at half, least half least months. If something they were like to that. make yeah. a new
0: poster, at least they could put Seiya on there or... Or Ian Happ. I mean, I don't even mind that Patrick Wisdom's still on. He's no, having a good year. No, I, I, I,
2: I didn't mind it. Was just like it's like at that point, it's like, man, this guy's hasn't had three full months on the Cubs. Maybe it's like about I wish three the MLB the could
0: like change the game, like put <laughs> put two other teams because like, <laughs> as much as I look forward to like watching it, just because it, it is that game, but you know, on the internet, the Cubs and Reds are just gonna be a they're gonna be made fun of all night. It's just. I don't look I mean, forward it's, to they it.
1: Should, they should yeah. reschedule it. They should. I, that's it's, what I'm saying. You they know what? Just ask know what we decided we're not going to do it this why year. Why is
3: it not Cubs-Cardinals? I
2: think I've asked that. Well, like, that's um, weird, too. But I think so it's because weird. it's Cubs. Yeah. Cubs-Reds are two, like, really historic the Reds are the first teams, team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, 18, 1800s, I don't know. By the way, Derek Hall, uh, Derek Hall was called up, made his debut on June 29th. <laughs> there has been like eight games that he's in the big league. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, he's, I thought you meant Adley Rush. Rushman's been up for. A no, Adley rushman has been up yeah. for most of the season, right? Yeah. yeah no, Derek Hall. Derek
3: Hall has thirty-two at bats. I want to say, but he's got four homers, and yeah, and so he's hitting. He's hitting it far. I just,
1: Katie wants to know how they pick the home run derby. Is it just vibes?
0: I think. Like. I mean, I don't know. Ask Christopher Morell. That guy hits moonshots. I think they ask a lot. Of, I
1: think they ask a lot of guys, and they say no. Yeah. Similar to the dunk contest, now it's just kind of like, eh. Christopher Morrell him would
0: him. actually be, you would be fun, if they weren't gonna ask. But well, wisdom
1: would be, be a more true power guy to For throw sure. out, like, yeah. If you were yeah. trying to put on a show with home runs, yeah. hey, uh, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is download that PointsBet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only you get those two risk free bets up to two grand, but if you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit. Get a free CHGO membership. Unlocks all the content. Get one of these sweet shirts of your choice out of the CHGO locker. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we will help you out in case you missed it. Online sign-up available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account start to finish all from your phone. I always say, if Kevin can do it, you can do it. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook. It's easier than ever. What are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Did you see the Chris Sale meltdown? Yeah. I have a couple questions about it. Did I see it? the Chris Sale Everybody's meltdown? Everybody's seen it. that has been on the internet today, right? So he's, uh, down, in minors, yeah. so he's uh, down in the minors trying to come back. Yeah. Had a horrible outing. Walked Starts like ripping a TV guys. off the wall. Yeah. I uh, has he was a... just ripping the whole wall. Down. Yeah. T- temper tantrum. <laughs> I have two questions. Is one of his teammates taking that from the dugout? That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like a teammate has a phone out. Otherwise, who would it be?
2: I thought, maybe it's I thought it was the a, a dugout reporter. The I was wondering if it was maybe a fan, like, reaching over the – Reaching over
1: and going reach, like this. Reaching that over and just, like, be. kind of putting the phone out. Because if it's a yeah. teammate, it's really funny. It was like definitely a, a reporter.
0: It, le- it was – I remember seeing, like, where the video – because it ended up being no, picked it, up by other – by other uh, people, I thought a reporter. She's the one who tweeted the video out. She didn't, and she didn't give anyone credit. If if I'm wrong, let me know. But, but in that, I don't know how she got it. But
2: What's what I'm saying is, like in that, like no one's on the no reporters are on the field mid
0: game. Like that well, it looked like it was from the dugout, and you know, Taylor McGregor says hangs out says a local yeah. a local
1: Fox reporter. He believes ABC or Fox reporter. Maybe they okay, it. Okay, so that was question number one, and then That's question weird. number two is, uh, who has better temper tantrums, Big Z? Carlos Zambrano or Chris Sale?
0: Oh, Big Z. Uh, oh. I,
1: I, I 100% say, here's the deal. Chris Sale cut up some jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> what is the point of that? Like, I don't even understand what that was about. You yeah, didn't want to wear a jersey.
3: locker room jerseys. He all cut, of them. Not just like a couple. Because they, of them. he
1: was afraid they were just going to say, in fact, uh, Rick Hahn was just on the radio or a podcast talking about it, saying he got the call. And uh, they were like, "Yeah, he cut up his jersey." And Robin Ventura was like, "Well, get him another one." He's like, "No, he cut up all the jerseys." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, he's a lunatic. Yeah. Okay, and that's
0: that, great. And that all. 2016 White Sox team, man. Between Chris Sale cutting up jerseys and Drake LaRoche, I mean, yeah, I mean, let, let me. But. Like, big, Big That's a year Z, I really will remember more so besides the Cubs 2016 <laughs> World Series. Big Z was beating up water fountains, fighting. <laughs> Gatorade two, coolers. Tried to fight
1: two teammates, did yeah. fight one, gave a black eye to a teammate. Yeah. Threw brought a ball him in the dugout the way and, to the and in the clubhouse. He threw an umpire out himself. Yeah, threw the ball into the bleachers. Yeah. He, no. On opening day, he got he got kicked out of the game when he gave the umpire the glasses look. Like <laughs> Big, Big Z eats Chris Sale for lunch.
0: Oh, for sure. Now... I do have my thoughts on like – because there are a lot of people on social media who were like what Chris Sale – like saying what Chris Sale did was like uncalled for and like we shouldn't support bad behavior. It's like as someone who literally has said that Carlos Zambrano is one of his favorite players ever, I can't sit here and criticize Chris Sale for just being pissed off and then going and destroying a locker room in which he then, I'm pretty sure, bought – like paid the minor league team like all the money to fix the stuff. I I don't know. Social media is so it can be so funny because we people get so mad over the littlest things. Like Chris Sale was pissed off because he had a bad outing, walked five minor leaguers, and this guy's spent two years trying to get back after winning the world I mean, he won the World Series with the Red Sox in eighteen, got this big gigantic contract extension and has not lived up to it because he can't stay on the field. I don't blame him for being pissed off because he sucked. I absolutely don't blame him, and I think people who are getting pissed off about him getting pissed off is stupid.
2: So, by, by the way, did a little bit of research. Looks like it's just some guy named Brian O'Neill. Twitter profile <laughs> says, "Your number one source for finding homes in Worcester County." Some guy just some guy from Massachusetts took the video, and NBC like kind of like just used it with like gave him credit or something like that. I'm looking at his Twitter page, and all it is is he's just listing houses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's it a real like, estate agent. In, <laughs> in Massachusetts. So I'm like, I think it was just a fan that, uh, honestly, I think I was right. I think he just, like,
1: reached his phone over. Yeah, and he, heard the, he it, probably it, heard the first part of it was like, ooh. I don't know. Like, look,
2: how, look, at, like, look at the bricks. Like, that looks like the entrance from the dugout it, into the that, clubhouse. That's what
1: I'm saying. That's why I, I said I'm to you, confused. I wonder if it's a teammate, because it looks like he's right know. there in the dugout at the edge of the door. Going down the steps, and he can see. Uh, but why would a player have a, a phone sitting in the dugout?
0: And yeah. why would he videotape it? I just wanted to share my two cents on people who were upset about it. Again, it, it's, be upset about something else, man. There's other things to be upset about.
1: Uh, yes, he could be upset that the Cubs lost to the Dodgers if you Absolutely. want. Absolutely, uh, But I, I don't think that's necessary either. Keegan Thompson, no. the mayor. Back. On the mound in game two. Still Cubs still looking Still with a chance to win their fifth straight series, but now it's more difficult. No doubt. It does help having Keegan Thompson on the mound for this one. Um, four innings, seven hits, two runs against the Red Sox. But again, he's been, uh, if you had to pick your three highlights of the season or surprise, pleasant surprise of the season, it's Nico Horner, Chris Morrell, Keegan Thompson, and Justin Steele together.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, from my memory, after the Keegan's last start, what well, you said four innings, right?
1: Four innings, seven hits, two
0: runs. Yeah. There was. It uh, wasn't his best outing of. Yeah. of well, it some, was like, like what,
2: like six of those hits were like just infield dribblers. Yeah, it was got the got infield like, hits game.
0: Oh, that game was so annoying. Yeah, it was a lot of because it
2: was that second yeah. inning, and I, I want to say there the was Red a Sox misplay. were
0: pounding the ball into the ground, super soft, and like. They were just beating it down the line. It was just so annoying. Like, yeah. Keegan Thompson did everything right in that game. He, did, he, he didn't even he, – that was not a bad start. He just – he allowed base runners because Cubs defense couldn't help him yeah. out. But, but again, they were that all like – second inning. There was, like was like
2: six like, infield hits. Like 40 pitches that second inning because he was – Yeah, just like, yeah. Wait, and then, as an, again, that's another place where it's like I was – you know, you're glad – Ross kind of let him go and let him try to finish the thing out because that's another learning opportunity for him. It's like, you know, I, I, Ross wants to win every game, and that's you know it's his job as the manager. Right. But there's also spots where, like, hey, Keegan Thompson, if he's going to be a guy that you're going to count on as, as part of this next great Cubs team, like he's got to learn to pitch through some of that stuff. Like, you're not going to get the best defense every game. You know, there's going to be times where that, you know, six hits are going to be just be infield hits that guys beat out. His p- I
0: don't remember what his pitch count was at the end, but I'm looking it up right now. He I has, w- i remember being a little surprised that he came out after four because in the start before that they pushed him, and we we right, talked right. about how we supported that. So he was at 86 just yeah, to see if he point. could do it. Yeah, but I mean again. he ended up
2: only giving up the two earned runs, which is like good. It was just like there was a lot of those hits were just like, hey, let's you know dribble her to third base that no one can get to, and then you're gonna you know beat it. I remember like I was what inning was that in? Fourth inning, something like that.
0: That was uh, uh, yeah. That was most. Was that, that was that the, was the Sunday game against the Red Sox, right? Uh, where they yes. could have swept. Yeah, no.
1: Kevin, by the way, can you sound the alarm? We hit one a.m.
3: <laughs> there you go. Uh, what alarm do you want? We got the glockenspiel. We got the DJ air horn, bicycle horn, applause.
1: I, it, would, it would surprise us. Mm, give us some. Give one? us your best <laughs> shot. There, there it is. One a.m. Yeah. Happy New Year, you everyone. It, this was that
2: fourth <laughs> inning. Verdugo single, ground ball to third baseman. Christian Vasquez, single ground ball to third baseman. Uh, Cordero, single on a pop-up to first baseman, Alfonso Rivas. I do remember that one. Um, Dahlbeck, single. That was a line drive to left fielder Ian Happ, so that was one of those good ones. And then, yeah, and then then I think, yeah, Duran walked. Uh, He walked in Duran and walked in a run. That was the go-ahead 2-1. But it was like, again, it was one of those where, like, everything just kind of was not working out in his favor, and it was like good for Ross for not you know letting him work through that and and Keegan kind of showed it he limited the damage to two runs could have been a lot worse um I don't know it was, it was one of those development opportunities that I like you could have taken him out but at the same time like it's one of those let him ride and see what he could do man it's like Keegan Thompson's supposed to be he's good he's been really good this year yeah. and if he's gonna be a next great Cubs team kind of guy he's got to learn to, to to pitch through those things so, so I was like when I saw Ross kind of leave him in and let him work through that. I was like, okay, like that's. I think that's a good it. call. Yeah. I like that. I thought it was a good call. So people might not have liked it, but I think that that was another good spot. Like the what was the other game again that he kind of the same thing. Um, <sighs> it was, it was the start sure. before that, right? It was when he Ross <laughs> let him work through something, and then. Uh, send him back out there for the seventh, and then like oh, he gave yeah. up two two base runners and like whatever. And then whatever. a three run jack might yeah. have been. Well, that was what? the when Rowan Wake gave up the home run.
1: After you guys that. lost me at one o'clock. I'm just, Sorry, you lost. <laughs> Cody me at one put o-
0: his feet up and goes. Oh, Cody threw it. That was
1: his. That was his vibes for it's one a.m.
0: Okay, well, so we either can get way. Out. So we can get out of here. Yes. All I'm gonna say is, when Keegan Thompson faced the Dodgers, it was the game where the Cubs stupidly started Daniel Norris. Yes, and then. He got through one inning and then walked the bases loaded in the second inning. And then they brought in Keegan Thompson with, again, he walked the bases loaded with no outs off the top of my memory. So if I'm completely wrong, I'm sorry. But I do remember he came in with the bases loaded and less than two outs. And the Dodgers imploded there. Or Well, they didn't implode. They, just, they beat up on Thompson that way. And then he ate like three or four more innings. And the Cubs lost like nine to one, something like that. Oh, so no. they haven't. Suck again.
1: <laughs> they haven't
0: <laughs> faced Keegan Thompson as a starter. Again, Leiter Jr. He gave up the long ball tonight. Your hope? I, I think the Cubs have a good opportunity to at least, again, have another competitive game tomorrow with Keegan Thompson. We'll see. Keep the ball in the yard and we'll, who knows? I'll be. We'll be doing post game from my apartment though, so I'm excited about that. <laughs>
1: that's right. Uh, two quick uh, chat bad. mentions here. David Snyder says the only ice cream I got is no sugar ice cream. It's really lousy. That's <laughs> not even worth it. You might as well just have fruit at that point. Yeah, man. No sugar ice cream. I, I oh, feel man. bad for you. Get and the
0: Gitter app and let them deliver it to you in five minutes. It's awesome. Jack Gitter, R. sums was it up like a revelation when that's when that thing started. I remember. Hell oh. Yeah.
1: Jack R. says 2 a.m. 1 a.m. Central Cubs fans care. 41 people still watching. They deserve a good team next year.
0: Absolutely. We're with you, man.
1: We're with you. And uh, thanks to everybody for dropping by the CHGO postgame show slash ice cream social 1.0. A big success. The uh, chocolate chip cookie dough was delicious. And we might have some leftovers even, too. So Even at
0: pizza. Shout out to the Blackhawks crew for doing doing their four-hour show. Ooh, and having some hours. pizza left. Over. And
1: they're going to be going early tomorrow morning if you're interested in the Hawks, too, yeah. for the, the rest of the rounds of the draft. Um, Cubs lose 5-3. to three. Keegan Thompson on the Hill on Friday. We will have a post-game show for you around this same time Friday night or early Saturday morning. We hope to see you then.